Hello, hola, bonjour. Welcome to Your Story Matter podcast. I'm your host, Angie Rio Olivo, and we are here to inspire sustainability and change by creating with purpose. All right. Hello, hello, guys. Welcome to Your Story Matter podcast. I'm Angie, your host. And today's on this podcast, this is part three. So I recommend to you guys, if you landed on this episode, I would recommend to start from episode 29 the uh, sorry from the 30th to the 31st and then this one <laughs> because yeah this is a a three-part um podcast that i've been guided by the holy spirit and my master ascended master jesus to reveal this to you guys to make you understand and also we're doing it through also tower cards okay as I am a psychic medium and empath alchemist, okay? Um, so we were left off was on Revelation 18, which it talks about the fall of Babylon. Let, let, let me just explain also to let you guys know. Thank you guys so much for your support, your share, your likes, your following, your subscribe, also supporting us on Medium, on um, Writer's Blog, Writer's Yet Blog. And also on Angie blog as well. Welcome, welcome new followers. Welcome, welcome new subscribers. Welcome, welcome new listeners. Thank you so much, guys, for your support. I really appreciate it, okay? Um, other than that, very grateful for your presence and for also, you know, I'm just giving you guys a fair warning. There's going to be a lot of things that are going to trigger you uh, around this uh, talk or any of the work that we do around here. This is a higher consciousness um, Kind of knowledgeable uh spirituality okay so basically all of this is to heal that's what we use tarot cards to heal or um you know go from the end go deeper into an unconscious and our dark shadow inner shadow work decolonization you know breaking all these oppressive and getting out of the status quo to bring it into consciousness okay to bring into much higher consciousness and do it in a way that it's all about forgiveness, compassion, empathy, and all about, uh, it's all love, okay? Unconditional love. Um, other than that, if this is something that is very high vibe for you, that you're not really sure what's going on, you're not really understanding, I really recommend to listen to other episodes before, so that way that you can catch up to um, this uh, vibration, okay? All right, other than that, ooh, la la. the bowl as we usually do so that we can stay high vibe also block any negativity or anything that it doesn't belong in this and here we go talking about revelation 18 is very interesting also that first i'm gonna describe to you what we see in the bible as well and then we're gonna get into tarot what it means okay what it actually means because again i feel like tarot reading uh, oracle readings all this is really is 
our tools and ways of how literally our spirit guides uh, God angels and ancestors in the universe communicates to us so that way it gives us some messages and stuff in order for us to be able to be aware um, be able to prevent certain situations be able to have a better uh, journey uh, through this you know earth realm right because earth realm is ruled by the devil and then don't even think for a second that it's not gonna take this stuff and use it to masquerade or try to imitate like you know there's a lot of people doing this stuff that it's not of light okay so that's why it's also to learn discernment to learn about what feels right what does it deserve your attention what resonates and what doesn't it's it's uh it's a it's what it is you know we learn through going through the good and the bad okay and accepting the bad nurturing that and accepting it and forgiving it and then continue moving forward okay but again if you're not sure of who kind of tower readers or kind of psychic readers you're not sure if you should trust i definitely recommend to look at our writer's yep uh section where it talks about where it says give back and this is a spiritual uh guys and psychic mediums for you to see these are literally i was guided and um instructed to for you guys to uh follow on you know on your youtube channels and stuff like that go support and go check them out go see their readings so that way you see that um what the difference is from those if you're have seen a lot of toxic tower readers and stuff like that and that doesn't really resonate with you and then you look at these ones and you can compare and see what a light worker serious medium and those who work through the light and work with god and those who are not and doing all the things that they shouldn't be doing okay so at least these are the ones that i've been guided and and i have found that these are chosen by god to you know help the collective and help uh you know help people grow and and in the right way okay and not use abuse tarot in the wrong sense they use tarot in order to heal and help people stay awoke and know the truth and, and know the things that all these evil entities and uh evil minions are trying to hide behind their back okay thinking that they're not gonna get caught okay so go give them some love and support all right anyways let's continue so revelation 18 so it says the prior chapter of used Babylon as a reference to a religious or spiritual corruption. That's what Revelation 17 was talking about. The religious Babylon was tolerated and manipulated by the leaders of the world for a time, but then destroyed. But then destroyed. That was Revelation 17, okay? In John's vision, the leaders of the world seem upfaced by the destruction of this spiritual Babylon. This fall most likely was complete by the midpoint of the tribulation. Again, what we're talking about revelations is these are the events that uh, it might be similar to things that are happening right now in the present moment or they might happen in the future, okay? But what we talk about in the other episodes, these are already things that are ha has happened and are happening at the moment uh, that you're listening to this. Or these are, again, this is a timeless um, episode, okay? So perhaps you're listening to this and it could be in the future already. Perhaps you're listening to this could be in the present moment. Perhaps it could be in the past already, okay? So whatever, you know, take how resonate, whatever resonates in this moment, okay? But most of these uh, stories, what we're trying to prove here is that it's, it's written in the Bible already. Things that are going to occur, that have occurred, or that has happened, okay? 
So that's what we're, we're talking in these episodes and trying to understand um, how regulation is related to what we're currently dealing, trying to break away and uh, help you know, with the climate change impacts and trying to eradicate oppression and work on sustainability, equity, and circular economy, okay? I don't know, I just felt like saying, repeating that, just in case. <laughs> okay? Um, so yeah, the leaders of the world seem unfazed by the destruction of this spiritual Babylon. This fall most likely was complete by the mid midpoint of the tribulation when the, uh, when the Antichrist... And the false prophet fully engaged in blasphemy and adultery. Okay. In chapter 18, John's vision shifts to describe the fall of the slightly different Babylon. And guys, again, if you want a more detail about this, just go into the Bible and read, you know, the uh, Revelation 18 at the end of the Bible so that you can get more details. This is just like um a, like a resume, kind of like a short uh, um um, reference of, of this okay but basically it's the teaching of what comes out of what you're reading okay so that it can be understand and also I'll go deeper into tarot to explain it more okay um, so yeah John's vision shift to describe the fall of the slightly different Babylon and this concept Babylon is a political and economic entity does this sound familiar capitalism oppression oppressive system colonial system mm. it is probably also a literal city perhaps not with the exact name during the end times it's common for a capital city to stand in as a reference to a culture or a government or even a religion does this sound like the world order, like all these cities who are the world order, like, okay, what's the world order city right now? Like, is it USA? Is it China? Is it Russia? Is it Dubai? You know, all these cities. That's what we're talking about here, okay? Babylon, and they put it in quotes, in this chapter occupies a place somewhere in that range of meanings, okay? Like we just had just explained. The fall described here most likely occurs near the end of the tribulation probably as a result of the horrific bold judgment described in chapter 16 right in revelation 16 we talk about the different uh bowls the co the cups right so this is what they're saying is that the result of that of one of those uh bowls uh happening again these are the seven uh plagues that it's it's already in its own similar form in and ways which i explained it on the other episode it really is already happening within the present moment now and we're in 2022 okay and also we are trying to reduce the global warming of the warming of the 1.5 not to be higher than 1.5 right and we're already we are like just increasing us as we go and it's supposed to be lower we're not supposed to be that's why we're talking the the reason of this is i'm trying to seek the to make you guys understand why it's important to eradicate fossil fuels and start with renewable energy why circular economy is important and let go of toxic capitalism okay that just felt like i needed to explain myself again just again that's what we're doing um <clears throat> and then using spirituality introducing scientific and also 
tarot, psychic reading. Okay? Yes. <laughs> I'm combining all my talents into one. Okay? Alchemizing as I am. All right. An angel proclaims the destruction of Babylon, especially, specifically making mention of her pervasive wickedness. As in other scriptures, sexual immorality seems to have a double meaning here. The Bible often uses sexual sin as a metaphor for adultery and other forms of false religion. The city-nation of Babylon in the end of time is not only a hub of commerce and power, but is of sin and sensuality as well. So basically it's saying that all these uh, countries or cities that embraces this like pornography, this sexual industry, this uh, sexualizing woman, this toxic masculinity and femininity, like all of this is like induced by something that it should not be. And it's interesting to see it because when we look at um, the 18 is the moon card in tarot which it talks about that is revealing it's uh, deep secrets hidden things that usually people don't want to hear or don't want to see or things that are hidden behind people's back or or very deep uh, secrets that or things that have been done let's say you know sex magic is a normal thing to do during moon cycles new moon and full moon i don't really know i just noticed that through other psychic readers that have mentioned it, but I don't do that type of stuff. You know what I'm saying? I don't care about that stuff. That's people who do this, they're, they're just disgusting. Okay? Like, no. But then again, this is what they're saying is that this is something that this culture has normalized and make it okay that it's okay to, to uh, literally violate people's free will by using sex magic or or anything sexual in order to you know, either control people, manipulate them, uh, um, extort them, uh, blackmail them and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? So that's what the moon card talks about a lot. It's about a, a secrets and things that people don't really want you to be talking about or, or know, you know what I'm saying? And usually it's related to sex. Okay. So John hears another voice warning my people to flee the city. This parallels the Old Testament warning given to Lot, to Lot to evaluate Sodom in advance of God's judgment. This is Genesis 19, 12 to the 13. Not only does God want his people to avoid being caught up in the sins of Babylon. Let me repeat this. Not only does God want his people, you, me, Everyone else who redeemed themselves, who asked for forgiveness, who stopped doing what they're, you know, what things they're not uh, right, that you know that you shouldn't be doing, okay? To avoid being caught up in the sins of Babylon. Babylon can be anything, any city, any corrupt cities, anything that is doing not the right thing, anything that is oppressive, capitalism, all these cities that are not doing the right thing, that are still embracing fossil fuels. That's what I'm talking. That's the Babylon that we're talking about. Okay, he warns them that tangible judgment is coming and they need to flee. This sounds very similar to what happens to um, who's that? Who's that? The boat? The boat of who did the boat? 
So yeah, Noah's Ark, okay? I don't know why I happened to forget that, but I guess that's how we spirit like, oh, we need to put more, you know, sage or spage and stuff, you know. I do, uh, before I do this, guys, it's just not, uh, it's just a risky business because this is like the last chapter of the Bible and, you know, you, you, you know, I have to give the protections and stuff around here, so that's how spirit that's his way but yes noah's ark okay this feels like noah's car remember like noah got all these revelations and people didn't believe them you know it's time to go and stuff like that he ended up building the ark and stuff like that and then when that thing that he said that it was gonna happen it happened and everybody you know what i'm saying it's kind of similar to that it's like a lot of us are going to get uh, signs and signals and stuff like that where we need to move where we need to go when it's time to go okay when it's time to protect ourselves and stuff like that okay so that we are not um dealing with the karma or the things that's gonna happen to these people who are not taking accountability who think they're gonna get away with all their shit but it's not happening okay um so yeah the sins of babylon are enormous and her judgment from god will be in proportion to that sin the rapid nature of this judgment is first mentioned here, then further noted in later verses, which is Revelation 18 to the 4 to the 8, okay? In the prior chapter, a religious Babylon was said to have fallen, but there was no notable mourning from the leaders of the world. Here, however, the fall of Babylon as an economy is met with grief. War leaders will see, probably both literally and figuratively, the smoke from her destruction and stay far away in hopes of avoiding the same fate. Once again, the fact that this destruction was swift as a key point of John's vision. I don't know why this makes me feel like what's happening with Ukraine. Um... And then other cities are going to be destroyed like this or something is going to, you know what I'm saying? Because a lot of us are in that grief. We're grieving this situation that is happening, you know, and as above, so below I'm hearing. And I feel like, yeah, it's not going to stay like this, you know, someone's going to pay for this. And I'm just here as a messenger, okay? Along with political leaders, economic leaders will grieve over the fall of Babylon. This passage lists many of the most precious com commodities of the ancient world. The point is not to give a literal inventory of Babylon, but to symbolize her far-reaching and enormous wealth. At some point in the end times, Babylon will go from being outrageously wealthy and powerful to desolate faster than anyone would have thought possible. So it doesn't feel like it's Ukraine because Ukraine was already a, not a very rich, let's just say, city, right? So we're talking about immense cities who we know have all the world leaders who are, you know, and... If this hasn't happened yet, is this is what is saying is going to happen in the future, right? Especially when they think they still we're still doing 
dealing with fossil fuels and jeopardizing, not giving the land back to indigenous communities, jeopardizing indigenous people, uh, not doing the right thing, you know, this is it. I'm just, yeah, it's in, it's written. And what I just read to you guys and told you in the other episode, on the other episodes, it's what has already happened. So what makes you guys think like God is the God of truth and justice, like he is the God of justice. And if you guys think that you're not going to get justice, you're highly mistaken. If you're the, the person that is suffering this wrongdoings and all these things that's happening. It's coming for these people. They're just delaying it, trying to prevent it, doing their voodoo, witchcraft, dark magic and stuff like that. And trying to hide in the little islands and a little thing, thinking that their money is going to save it. No, buddy. No. No. And thinking that you're going to do uh, worship and selling your soul to the devil is going to keep you. No. <laughs> no. John also sees an angel throwing a great milestone into the sea. Milestones in that era were made of tough rock, such as uh, basalt. A common milestone might be 18 inches, 45 five centimeters around around and four inches and ten centimeters thick weighing weighing upwards at a hundred pounds 45 kilograms what's described here is a great milestone meaning one of a significant size for some reason i keep looking at the yellowstone uh california park or something like that i don't know why i'm being seeing that as i'm reading that i don't know Take care resonate. We know that that is uh, uh, an active volcano, basically, right? That it just anytime it can erupt, right? And it doesn't really help it that we have global warming on top of it all, right? But again, ignorance is bliss, right? Which is really not, but let's just continue. Some milestones were so large that they had to be worked by livestock and could weigh thousands of pounds, kilograms. The imagery of a massive boulder being dropped into the ocean parallel the complete and speedy destruction of Babylon. When she falls, all her activities will cease entirely, avenging the persecution and murder of God's people. Again, this also talks about it feels like nuclear war or a nuclear bomb or something like that, like... There's a lot of meaning into this that uh, when you have the 18 to 24, they told me to read that last part. So we have. It says in the 24, it says, and in her what and, and in her was found the blood of prophets and of saints and of all who have been slain on earth. Okay, so they're saying go back to okay, and the light of a lamp will shine in you no more, and the voice of rich, rich bride, groom, and bride will be heard in you no more. For your merchants were the great ones of the earth, and all nations were deceived by your by your sorcery. And in her was found the blood of prophets and saints, and all who have been slain on earth. 
Wow. So yeah, this is it, it the titles with the moon card. It makes sense with the moon card because the moon talks about in 18 it's always we say that 18 is like karma right it's like car 18 is like the karma number it's yeah yeah it's just like everything something like a tarot moment or something will happen to yeah destroy all of this to this is justice this is karmic justice, generational justice. So chapter 6, 17 and 18, this depicted consequences of the tribulation which seem to have happened parallel to the various seal, trumpet, and bow judgments. And then chapter 19 will resume describing a timeline, including the end of the tribulation and the earthly return of Jesus Christ. Amen. So let's tap into Revelation 19. But again, guys, this is just to, just like the moon card describes, it's about revealing secrets. These are deep secrets that these corporations, these institutions, these people who have cults and covenants and things like secretive, you know, it doesn't matter if they're religious or not, you know what I'm saying? Like these people have a lot of dark secret, a lot of, you know, this government institution have this like you know libraries full of uh, things that they have done and you know and a lot of there's gonna be some massive disruption that is going to reveal either very soon in the present moment when i'm talking about this or in the future or soon something is will be revealed to everybody that is gonna uncover all of this and this is another thing why they don't want um they don't want to set the record straight they don't want to set because they're they have never done things straight you know they have always it's that corrupt system that's what's called colonial toxic capitalist system it's full of corruption but it's it's going to be revealed very soon all their toxic deeds all their disgusting secret all the them killing uh leaders and people speaking the truth you know what i'm saying we know we know most of us know we're not dumb we have intuition, whether they like to damn it or try to keep it down or not. You know what I'm saying? Just what it is. It's just us who choose not to be ignorant or to be knowledgeable about it and research about it and, you know, and not keep uh, in that moon uh, cycle, right? The secret and hiding stuff, like just standing your truth, whether other people like it or not, you know? And yeah, that's it. say that um it's better like well you want to hear the good news the bad news right so i guess in revelation you want like and the whole thing is like you're hearing all the bad news all this stuff and then when you go down you start hearing the good news a little bit um so this is what revelation feels like right with um it's called the rejoicing in heaven so basically you know what we say is that we're trying to bring heaven on earth it really is that okay because living in a system like this is literally like it's hell right and and we know this like especially like it's not equal it's full of corruption it's full of horrible things so 
literally having that mindset abundant and and letting go of lack mentality is literally trying to bring and manifest within ourselves heaven on earth okay because it in a way it's like it's like for a lot of us like oh we cannot see it because you know there's so much external thing there's so many horrible things happening in the world and stuff like that i'm like yes because we are there's like a battle of this um evil entities that they don't want you to be happy that they don't want you to have fun stability that they don't want you to be healthy they don't want they want you in pain and suffering being bound to them and doing horrible things so they can feel better complete narcissistic abusers that's why like literally i don't have hope for these people at all like seriously especially they don't believe in therapy they don't believe in redemption or forgiveness like are you serious that's how righteous these people think they are again evil entities demonic entities that's what it is anyways now when we go to 19 is called a rejoicing in heaven right so i'm already seeing like when you look at it and you read it it, it talks about a lot of things like people celebrating hallelujah amen you know salvation glory and power belongs to our god you know like you know he did the right thing he judged who he needed to judge you know because he's the only one who could be judging that's what we keep telling you guys stop don't judge nobody you know what i'm saying um there's one thing that i saw that it was just to tell you guys let me see yes it's before that okay so yeah so i've been guided to tell you guys this it's just it's interesting um but yeah and then we're gonna go much deeper into detail about revelation 19 and then in tarot how beautiful it is 19 actually in tarot which is the sun which also is the sun means happiness um good things uh or things being illuminated um just a lot of good things and at least in the celtic tarot that i have is this beautiful um uh what do you call it uh, how do you call it it's like a how do you call this? Hmm. Uh, a rain, a rain, reindeer. It looks like a reindeer. Yeah, right. It's like a reindeer, but it's like a. It's not this type of reindeer. Roadier. Yeah, roadier. It's like a roe deer. Roe deer, also known as a roe, wisdom roe deer. Yeah, it feels like a, it's a deer, okay? And then it has the sun on the top of his um, horns, and his beautiful horns are full of, like, flowers, and then it's full of cover of, like, trees, and then there's, like, fairies around it. I don't know, it's a very, very beautiful car. But um, I was getting to tell you guys this word on... Bible here so it says that on um, this is Revelation 19 number 9 okay 
And the angel said to me, Write this, Blessed are those who are invited to the marriage supper of the Lamb. And he said to me, These are the true words of God. Then I fell down at his feet to worship him. But he said to me, You must not do that. I am a fellow servant with you and your brothers who hold to the testimony of Jesus. Worship God. For the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. So I was guided to tell you guys this, that this is something that we always have to remember. We're not meant to be worshiping, uh, you know, angels and stuff like that. Like we are meant, it's just God. God is the one who protects us, who supports us, who, you know, and Jesus' prophecy is what connects us to him, Okay. So that's what I'm saying. Even me or any other people that you listen to, prophets or saints and stuff like that, you're not supposed to be like worshiping them in a way that like, I remember I used to do this thing where, I don't know if you guys know the San Joseph Oratoire here in uh, Montreal, Quebec. It's one of my favorite places. I love going there. And there they have this, all this altar and things like that for you to worship San Joseph. But I always felt kind of weird because I, I like St. Joseph. He's such a beautiful uh, energy, you know. And they have his uh, heart and everything. They have his body. like, And also, like, they put, like, little money jars for you to put money so that you could see him. But I, I never understood. I'm like, why can't you just go see him? Why do you have to pay to see? Like, you know what I'm saying? So this is a little bit how Catholic makes, uh, you know, kind of you know toxic way so that's what you have to use to serve and recognize this you know i love this place i you know i you know but i don't i don't really believe their the ways of how they use toxic uh religion catholic for money you know uh i'm not saying you know that's their way you know but i just think that there's better ways of like i don't know i don't want to discrement uh san joseph too much because he's a he's a beautiful person and he every time when i go pray in his um where his heart is where they keep his heart you just feel it you feel this love like you just feel it you know you feel his love and um for this church too you know for his people for the community and stuff like that and i feel like that's something that he left behind for everybody to like and i don't feel like I don't know if this is something that it was okay for him to, like, you know, uh, but then again, it's a Catholic mentality that, I don't know, I feel like there's way that you can receive money and help your ministry and your churches, and I feel like the Catholic society have turned it into a toxic money way, you know, I don't know, but then again, they're not forcing anybody to do it, like, it's voluntary, right, you don't have to give money and stuff like that, but I feel like a lot of people make you feel kind of weird because when you're there to like just like pray or something or just kind of like be there and then you see other people paying money but they look at you like why aren't you giving money you know <laughs> i always see that i'm just like i don't like why you know and sometimes i do sometimes you feel like you like forced like okay i gotta give like you know and then you know but at the same time, it's like you're not obligated, but other people obligated to do it. It's just interesting how the Catholic have turned um, money that way. And that too is like, they say, oh, if you give money, you know, you get money and stuff like that. I'm just going to be straight up with you guys. I've always give to church and stuff like that. And I don't. 
don't know. Maybe it's because back then I had that financial curse or something like that. But the only way that I have received money is working, uh, manifesting, uh, praying to God, like literally asking God. And that's when I receive what I need to receive because he has always kept me in a stable place so that I can stay humble and not, you know what I'm saying? But eventually, if I do become someone that has you know, some type of financial well I have extra, then yeah, that's something that I want to be giving, you know, and I want to help other ministers, other, but basically I don't want to spend all my money on churches, really. It's more like people who actually need it, communities that actually need it, because churches, at the end of the day, they don't really, they receive enough, and God knows what they do with it, you know what I'm saying? But hey, not here to judge, you know what I'm saying? But especially St. Joseph Oratoire, woo! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. So that's what I was saying, is like, don't worship. Like, these are places like saints and prophets and stuff like that. You listen to them, and you say like, okay, they're just giving prophetic word and stuff like that, but it's not for you to rejoice. Like, I like that this angel made it sure, like, hey, you must not do that, you know? I'm a fellow servant with you. Okay, so you, me, other prophet, other psychic readers, other tarot readers, other prophet, we are the same. We're just here messengers and you're not supposed to be washing us. And that's why you have to use the sermon. Not everything we say, you know, it's filtered through our own uh, experience, our own uh, things that we've been through. You know what I'm saying? So that's why you cannot just rely completely on what we just saying or writing or doing. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't worship us just like we don't worship other religious people other thing we don't do that we are all the same here okay and that's something that we have to train our mind because that's something that is toxic and programming to our mind that's why capitalism and materialistic uh, and all that uh worshiping celebrities and stuff like that and doing all this weird thing like obsessive behavior towards these people it's like it's not good it's not healthy Right, those people who are like the fan base of all these people, like follow God, you know, worship God. I'm just saying it will be much better for you and you're healthier, you know what I'm saying? Anyways, let's get into the meaning of Revelation 19. Okay, so to this point in Revelation, Earth has been subjected to a series of judgment by God, these were first described as seal judgments. Then, through the trumpet judgments, Revelation 8 to 11, and finally the bold judgment of Revelation 12 to 16, the last two chapters give a poetic description of the fall of Babylon, both as a corrupt religious system and as the political empire of the Antichrist, Revelation 17 to 18. Here, John witnesses prayers from heaven which precede a great celebration, followed by the triumphant return of Jesus Christ to earth. John now hears a great number of voices praising God. This includes the voices of the 24 elders mentioned in earlier passages, Revelation uh, 4. Their song proclaims God's justice and once again celebrates the defeat of the great prostitute of prior verses. These songs thank God for avenging those who have been matured for the sake of their faith. This is Revelation 19, uh, 1 to 5. John then witnesses further praises, this time in the context of a marriage supper. 
this is an event mentioned many times in scripture. So this is what we're talking about when uh, they talk about divine um, marriages, uh, the twin flames and highly soulmates, uh, marriages and unions and stuff like that. Like this is the year of that. We keep saying that, right? But we don't know exactly when this is going to happen. And this is why the devil and Satan is so mad. Is trying to delay these marriages. Is trying to destroy these marriages because this is also another way to uh, solidify uh, God's um, bringing justice to all these injustices. Okay, so this is another thing why we're um, into Tower revealing all these uh, people, karmic and entities, trying to um, separate these twin flames and and all these highly soul soulmates and this is literally through they do this through uh dark magic witchcraft doing all these horrible things to these specific people um uh, making them uh, create this illusion making them believe to keep them stuck because some of these karmic already know that they're not meant to be for this per the, this person but they're they perhaps they have a financial tie they have something really like they're keeping these people tied so they're not with their right person okay uh, some of these uh, twin flames don't usually survive or make it or they stay in those karmic relationships and they don't fulfill their mission. This is why God uh, appoints a high level soulmates to these twin flames who uh, one of their twin flames does not finish their karmic cycle. Okay, it's, These twin flames are very rare, rare uh, couples, very rare. Okay, And when they actually do, when they come, because that's what we're here for, finish uh, karmic cycles that we didn't do in past lives okay that's what we're here to do so whatever let's say me that's something that i'm doing that i know that i couldn't finish in another lifetime i'm trying to finish it in this lifetime yes i'm getting spiritual attack yes and I probably did in the other lifetime but i know that this is a karmic cycle that i need to learn here and i'm not judging myself and i'm forgiving myself and i'm doing what i need to be doing all of us have different missions and different paths. That's what we're saying. Don't judge or compare yourself because we all have unique uh, missions and different stages in our life. And that's what we need to focus on our own lane and do what we have to do for ourselves. Okay? And also collaborate with other people at the same time too. That's something that it comes in with the unity and duality. Okay? All right. So, and this event mentioned many times in scripture, Matthew 22 uh, 14, uh, 1 to the 14 and 25th to, uh, and the 25th, 1 to 13. This description makes a clear distinction between those who are the bride and those who are invited guests. In short, this means that not all believers of all eras are part of the literal bride of Christ. All will share, all will share in the same eternal destiny, but not in the same order or through the exact same experience. Do you see why? A lot of us are going to have different timelines or different twin flame journeys or different highly soulmate uh, divine uh, journeys, okay? Which is why we keep telling you guys when we do the tarot cards and readings for you um, and you're seeing your journey or you or so you get some confirmation or something or you see what your person is at or where yours should be or what healing is or this and that, you know, that's why it's important to heal yourself work on yourself know your word know stand your ground you know do what you got to do let go of the of the evil bound and all that stuff because it's important because your mission and your goal or whoever you're meant to be with is important in this lifetime okay that's why you're here for to 
um, let go of karma cycles and not just live a joyful and beautiful life too you know it's not all work you know it is part of work of course you know shadow work and all that the colonization it is work but there's also a way to create a, a way to make it fun for you to make it joyful for you to be present okay because god loves you and he doesn't want you're not here to be suffering and doing all these things you're meant to be happy here you're meant to be living your life in love and finding love okay god loves doing that he's like the major uh, matchmaker <laughs> and uh and all the ascended masters too because love is the most is the highest frequency it's the most beautiful thing to experience and the fact that we are able to do this here uh and as a spirit in this body and that's why you know when you use your body for not what it was meant for you know you it, it just lose all this essence right and then and then those who understand this like who have experienced love and somehow somewhere you know because you know we all go through karmic uh uh, cycles but uh once in a lifetime we were in love with that person you know we learned karmic cycle to that person you know what i'm saying but some of us who who now have found their true partner let's say those who are in their twin flame journey or they're with their high uh, soulmate you know you guys understand the value of love and how you know let's say you were someone very lusty or had a lot of sex with other people then you realize like that wasn't meaningful once you find your person you see that sex was much more even more pleasurable when it's just with your one person with the person that you're meant to be with and you realize like you wasted all your time and and you know you learn your lesson right but you wish that you could have prevented that and found uh, have kept yourself you know have saved yourself so that you can actually enjoy even more this connection that you have not necessarily not enjoying it right now but I feel like a lot of you, uh, that's something that you also have to heal to let go of the shame and the guilt of that because you wish that you didn't follow the crowd, that you didn't do the things that you did in the past, you know. But it's okay, lesson learned, you know. But that's something that um, I feel like Jesus is trying to help you guys to prevent from having that regret and guilt and resentment and have to go through that healing process when you didn't have to, when you just wait you know be patient uh work on yourself heal yourself you don't need to be giving your, your body away and stuff like that especially for money you know so that's it just know yourself so have some self-respect have integrity and that's it okay uh so yeah the old testament believers such as abraham matthew 8 to 11 for instance are said to be guests not part of the bride not part of the bride so Yeah, so I feel like what they're trying to say in this is that a lot of people are going to be guests in your life. Like, they're just going to come and go. That they're just people that are going to just teach you lessons. They're not meant to stay, right? But there's people that are meant to... Like, you know, we have many soulmate, high-level soulmate. It could be, uh, you know, a family, a friend, or something like that. And that's it. Some of them are could be karmic soulmates right but others could be you know actual soulmate that stays and and you grow with them and you learn uh, other lessons and stuff like that you know anyways so john amazing visions in this section also includes the long-awaited second coming of jesus christ this is a moment of incredible triumph jesus first arrival on earth was humble look two to the seven and involved his sacrifice sacrifice sacrificial death on a cross right so that was the first one uh philippians 2 to the 8 his return is neither humble nor meek 
Christ is described as a royal conqueror, wearing a robe deep in the blood of his enemies, at the helm of the armies of heaven. Now display as the king of the kings and lords of the lords, Jesus will single-handedly obliterate the earthly armies which have amassed against him. Isaiah 63.3 This results in the damnation of the Antichrist and the false prophet, who became the first two beings cast into the eternal lake of fire. Revelation 19 from 11 to the 21. And I'm going to read you this. I've been guided to read it for you from the Bible. It says 20. Okay. Well, all right, so 18, as we are talking about the 18, the moon, revealing secrets. So it says, to eat the flesh of kings, the flesh of captains, the flesh of mighty men, the flesh of horses and their riders, and the flesh of all men, both free and slave, both small and great. And I saw the beasts and the kings of the earth with their armies gather to make war against him who was sitting on the horse and against his army. And the beast was captured and with it the false prophet who is in, who in his presence had done the sign, signs by which he deceived those who have received the mark of the beast and those who worship his image. These two were thrown alive into the lake of fire that burns with sulfur, and the rest were slain by the sword that came from the mouth of him who was sitting on the horse, and all the birds were garbed with their flesh. Yeah. Obviously, I mean, in my lifetime it hasn't happened yet, this, but... All I'm saying that it's going to happen. I feel like this is something where we're literally going to start witnessing, like witnessing like our miracles and prayers. So that's what I'm saying, guys. Keep praying. Keep putting it out there. High vibration. Keep healing yourself. Keep working on yourself. Keep repenting, you know, because it's going to happen. These people, we're going to receive justice. Absolutely. I believe it a hundred percent. Thank you. Ascended Master Jesus Christ. Amen. Okay, so let's go into Revelation twenty. See what's going on. All right. So before we go into twenty, sorry guys. It's just that the tarot card just—it's just beautiful. It just shows like. It's like the sun card. It's like something, you know, will be illuminated. Like, you know, and that's something is beautiful. It's like Jesus is like, was the sun, was this light, was this healer, was this, you know, us uh, believing in, in hope and, and salvation, you know, and it feels like that in tarot with the sun card. Um, it brings this joy, this happiness, this uh, ultimate fulfillment, you know, 
feeling that internal joy, you know, and something that it, it, it's it's beautiful when we're praying or we're meditating or we're, you know, we're connecting with, uh, with our ministry or whatever we, however we connect with God, you know, or, you know, when we're praying to, to Jesus or talking or having that relationship, you know, it's, um, it's very interesting to see that um, he did all that sacrifices to, you know, to save us, but also it's like to see what could happen when he's able to bring justice to all these things that has happened and uh, even us like to be alive uh or it will be like a privilege to see this happen right to see um that's why it's like important like now i understand why health is so important is because i think god and jesus want us to be alive for them when this happened so that we're able to live many years, you know, because I've noticed that like in the Bible, these people, like most of these apostles and these people who were following God and stuff like that, like these people live long, <laughs> okay? They have long lives. Like they will die like 109, 100 and something. I'm like, wait a second, what? So I feel like now I understand why also my diet is changing as soon as I start being like more into my uh, spirituality, more deeper, going into uh, more deeper into the crystal healing and being the healer that I, you know, eventually I will start um, opening my practices and stuff. But it's interesting to see that also food is related to that. Like, it's like they're trying to let us know that even also like them poisoning our food and doing all these things is really like it's it's an abuse to our our health to ourselves you know and that's something like i feel like god is watching these people you know what i'm saying like doing this thing doing these toxic things and it's not gonna it's it's just letting us know too it's like that also will be illuminated and it will be revealed to you so you guys take matters in your own hand like there needs to be that need of learning to going back into agriculture to ourselves like planting our own stuff planting our own things at home like that too is like something that's kind of hard to do when you're in the north right but then also they don't teach you that they don't incentivize that and also these countries are rich enough that they could create subsidies and stuff like that for people to you know reduce their hydro things so that they can start building their own little uh produce uh things so they can grow their own food so they don't have to go and purchase this toxic um uh vegetables and stuff like that that comes from another country that we are exploding and doing all these horrible things and now these people having problems in their own country because they are working horrible hours and horrible pay so that they can bring food to us like it's just toxic as fuck and that's another one that is going to be revealed as well you know what i'm saying so I don't know. I just, I was guided to be saying that because I feel like Jesus is something saying like everyone deserves to have healthier meals. Everyone deserves to have uh, not poison in their food, not poison in their water. Like it's not right. And, and everyone deserves to be having, you know, drinkable uh, water or places where there's no water. There's, that shouldn't even happen. Like it's just... It's just common sense that it's not being common sense, but we have the exploitation that this is inequality. And that's why he's trying to bring equity and circle and economy through spirituality, through science, through uh, self-conscious creator, through influencers, who, those who follow the light work, those who are light workers, right? 
those who are going through the ascension process, being taught by the ascended masters. That's really it. You know? So, yeah, the sun. And don't you love the sun? I love being in the sun. <laughs> it just makes me happy. So I'm just happy that this is it. All right. So 20, it talks about, let's see. Ooh. Let's see. So 20 is 10,000 years. Oh, I don't know why I said love thousand years love you for a thousand more I don't know why I have that song in my head but hey I don't know I just saw that and I was like oh <laughs> don't you have that like you know you have like little words and it just reminds you of songs Anyways, that just reminded me of that song. That's all. <laughs> all right. So, it says about these events mark the end of tribulation. So, this is 19. Okay. And the beginning of millennial kingdom. So, a thousand-year reign of Christ on earth. Chapter 20 details this era of the end of times. This will be followed by a latch-dish satanic rebellion, a final victory, and the last judgment of mankind. Dun 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 Do you see why this motherfucker keeps trying to prevent you guys from changing education and trying to delay and destroy because he doesn't want to go back? He's a little selfish little fucker and he's trying to destroy people and do all these horrible things as much as he can. And the more we resist and the more we stay ignorant, the more he enjoy this. And this is why, you know, a lot of you like, oh, I don't want to hear the truth. You get bothered or annoyed by the, because you have a fucking demon inside. You got to heal. You got to get it out. Rebuke it, man. You shouldn't be offended by looking at, by listening to other people's perspective, by listening to different truths other than yourself. We don't know all everything. But what we do know is that is written and the more we connect with god and the more we are able to the more will be revealed the more will be and some stuff will not be revealed i know there's some stuff here and are not being revealed to me because i'm not meant to be saying everything just like for you not everything is going to be revealed to you you don't know everything you know but at the end of the day you pray you confirm with god because before i come here i confirm with the most high and then I say, okay, is this the right thing you want me to say? Is this, okay, okay. Because honestly, I'm, I'm afraid of God's wrath. You know, I don't, I want to be obedient and I don't want to offend, you know, and I make mistakes too. And I do stuff that, you know, even if like, no, you know, but as long as I repent and, for, and work on my forgiveness and keep, you know, things as pure as I can be, not share myself, keeping myself uh away from people that don't serve or you know negativity and stuff like that and keeping my you know protecting what i need to protect then that's good enough you know what i'm saying but there you go here we go the 20th entire car is judgment so let's see what the 20th talks about and then we're gonna go deeper into judgment into the tower okay so let's see so 
This one describes, Jesus Christ's vision of the final judgment on earth, leading up to the defeat of the Antichrist and the false prophet at the Armageddon. Following that conflict, the two satanic figureheads are cast into the lake of fire. This chapter unfolds the devil's destiny afterwards. There you go. This makes a lot of sense. The judgment part. It's like the judgment is like this person is on top of, um, I don't know, at least with the Celtic, you see uh, it looks like Jesus, honestly, and on top of a dolphin or something. And it's coming out of the water. And then there's all these people with like worshiping or kind of looking up and stuff like that. But I know judgment and the usual uh, tarot is much different. It's like these uh, angels, uh, two angels uh, horning a horn or something like that or or some or angel looking down or something like that it's usually like that it's like literally like judgment calling judgment on any evil can evil and putting things to you know what i'm saying like and that's it it's like some of us have that anointing um that gift and capability to you know god will give you that like it's okay for you to you know judge a specific thing you know or but depends, like, you know, you really have to pray and ask because you shouldn't be judging other people. But let's say something like, for example, a judge or something like that, uh, someone who is like a judge from God or something like that. Usually they have this uh, capability to judge in a way that literally it's, you know, it's meant for them to do so. Right. Especially when you need to put someone like a pedophile or someone murder or something like that in jail or spiritual, you know, they're already usually in spiritual jail, you know. And then it just manifests here in the reality. And then they become uh, in jail and, and the physical. But stuff like that, you know, you have to see like the similarity. But some of this, like for example, you have to call judgment on someone like a cheater. Someone who cheated on you. Like you gotta call judgment. Like what the fuck, right? That's judgment. But if you keep taking that person back and not holding that person accountable, then you, have, then you lack judgment. And honestly... That, that's not good that means you don't love yourself and you're not secure enough to fucking get a take that shit off like you shouldn't be allowing people cheating on you okay don't don't allow that don't ever go back to cheaters especially if they're not changing their behavior that or they're still lying and no don't do that to yourself that's toxic and that person you think that's what it's like a cheater will always be a cheater like i don't know why i feel like talking about this maybe somebody needs to hear this but like i'm telling you right now they're never changing a cheater will always be a cheater okay and usually this is a lost evil spirit that has taken uh, uh, over their body and it's not going anywhere because they're still emphasizing that losty uh, spirit okay and there's nothing you can do these people have to heal themselves and work on themselves and only when you see that not just words but action that it makes you see that they're changing then if they want to redeem themselves and if you ask God and God tells you, it's okay. You can forgive that person. You can open that door again. Then that only then. If not, don't do it. Don't go back there. Okay? These people are always going to, they're going to do it over and over and over again. Okay? Just saying. Now. Yeah. So basically is that. 20 judgment. This is why also... And uh, in tarot, whenever we see, we always see the devil card come out and then we see judgment or we see judgment and the devil. Like we see how in, in certain people's life, like, you know, it's like, it is what it is. Like you're going to be convicted for what you've done. 
justice and that usually that too justice 11 comes in which makes sense that in this revelation it talks about the a thousand years it's literally and it's beautiful to see this like this is jesus gonna be you know putting things right for you know for what needs to be put right you know what i'm saying John sees an angel binding Satan with a great chain and confining him to the bottomless pit for a thousand years. Usually this, uh, it's Michael, the Archangel Michael, but it could be, uh, I don't know, I don't see, they don't say the name, but it says angel. But usually we know that Michael is, uh, and I have that figurine uh, near me too, where he has the sword and he has uh, the devil under his feet and ready to slay him with the sword in his head. I love that figurine. Fucking shit. Yeah. That's right. Put evil back where it needs to go. During this time, it seems Satan is not allowed to exert his normal influence on the world. Look at that. Part of this binding and eventual releasing seems to be to prove that mankind is desperately wicked. Even after a millennium of peace, some people will still choose to reject God as seen later in this chapter. During this time, those who were saved during the tribulation are brought back to life, their first restoration. This is Revelation 22, 1 to 6. Satan's, oh, that's that too, guys. If you want a more detail, uh, this is just the, the resume of it. If you want more detail, just go into the Bible and read it, um, the, the scripture, okay? Satan's release at the end of the thousand-year results in a rebellion. You hear that? Satan released at the end of the thousand year results in a rebellion. Wasn't he losing? Didn't a thousand year happen already? We're in like 2000 or something like that. Like he's been, he's been working. Working. But guess what? God has been working too, boo. This is a sad commentary on man's limitless ability to reject God and follow his own stubborn pride. Even after 10 centuries of peace and righteousness, Led by Christ himself, so many people will be willing to follow Satan that their number is like the sand of the sea. Like, follow Satan that the, their number is like the sand of the sea. Wow. Yeah, because sand becomes nothing once it's, right? Once again, those who oppose God will be soundly defeated. This time, however, Satan is cast forever into the lake of fire there will be no escape or temptation from the devil anymore revelation 27 to 11 interesting 7 to 11 that's god for you thank you heaven father amen hallelujah after the final defeat and punishment of satan the rest of mankind is resurrected you hear that after the final defeat and punishment of Satan, the rest of mankind is resurrected. These are the non-believers brought back to life in the second resurrection. This brings them to a great white throne, symbolic of purity and justice, which is why we see in the we see that in the tarot card. We see all these people, they look like soulless people worshiping this one person and this dolphin and then this beautiful um at least in the celtic um we see like water and the sun and stuff like that 
So yeah, this makes sense. The second restoration, this brings them to a great white throne. So this is talking about like the defeat of punishment of Satan, the rest of mankind is restorated. So it's like, a, it sounds like a spiritual awakening. These are the non-believers brought back to life in the second restoration. The second restoration sounds like eagle death. Like, you know, when we're uh, finally finding our spirituality, going through the ascension process, you know, like these are people because most of us who went through a spiritual awakening, we weren't that religious. Let's just be honest here. We weren't that, uh, we didn't really believe, right? And now when we go through a spiritual awakening, when we literally are being saved by God through our ego death, we start believing, right? So this is what they're talking about. The second restoration, right? This brings them to a great white throne, symbolic of purity and justice. Yeah, when we start purifying ourselves, redeeming ourselves, not uh, giving ourselves away or being surrounded by negative people. Like we literally purify ourselves and start bringing justice, not only for, for whatever happened to us or, you know, but also to other people, you know. Unlike the rainbow throne described in earlier chapters, this one is austere. Those who die in Christ are judged on the basis of his life rather than their own. Those are the persons whose names were written in the book of life, John 3, 16 to 18. In contrast, here at the great white throne judgment, unbelievers are judged on their own deeds. Let me repeat that. Unbelievers are judged on their own deeds. Which means damnation, Romans 6 to 23. Every person who did not follow Christ is consigned to the lake of fire, Revelation 20, 11 to the 15. Okay, so this is why this is important for me to do this and for other prophets and other people who are of life workers to talk about this and go through it and do this Bible studies or revelation and put it out there and make you guys knowledgeable that you still have time to redeem yourself and save yourself just like we do have we have to make that time for for a climate change impasse to say what we need to say to change system because we have to okay because this is going to happen whether we like it or not okay and getting into that spiritual find that own spiritual sense whatever makes you connected to christ to god and redeem yourself because we're not perfect here we're all sinners here but the more we contribute to those things the more we contribute to that demonic and stay in that low vibration the more we're we're fucked right and that's what we don't want you to be because we love you god loves you jesus loves you and that's what they're trying to this is for again we're not here to convert anybody to change anybody i'm I'm just telling you what it is. You do what you want. That's what we're trying to say. Like, you can continue whatever you're doing, but you need to have a spiritual practice or something that can get you connect to God and redeem yourself. Not only from this lifetime, but past lives and perhaps your family, your generational stuff. Like, you really have to work on yourself. Like, it's not, um, nobody's exempt here. Just like, nobody, if nobody's free, if people are not, everybody's free, nobody's free. It's that simple. Now, at this point in Revelation, victory over death and evil is complete. Every harm, every wrong, and every sin has been punished. And that's why we will keep telling you guys that we are in divine judgment right now. Which, again, 20th. This started on 2020. That's when the 19 was 
2019 was when the COVID started, right? 2020 was when we got deeper into COVID and the vaccine or whatever shit happened. That was divine judgment. And then when 2021, it was even more, we thought that it was like done, but it's even much deeper, right? But we're still in judgment. 2022, we're still in divine judgment. We're still here in this uh, because this has been happening for, again, thousands of years, right? Every person who followed God has been restored and rescued. Satan is gone forever. So this is what the end of it is going to be. And we are we're working on it. All wrongs have been made right. What follows in the next chapters are John's visions of the eternity believers will share with Christ. Amen. Wow. I feel so good. It's just like a good, amazing energy. You guys remember that song? It reminds me of Shrek. I don't know. It's such a great song. <laughs> but it's not just Shrek, right? It's like an old song, but it's just beautiful. It just it feels such a great energy. Like we have all this bad news in the beginning, all these things, you know, and then now we're entering onto what we've been talking about. And it makes sense because we started this um, this new a new age uh, but the healthy new age the new earth and new you know higher consciousness 5d the new earth uh higher consciousness uh you know all these beautiful things going back into higher uh christ consciousness you know and that's something that we already see in the progression but it's just that we cannot see it yet because change it takes time and it's like um it's like a, how they say it in the Bible, like the seed of um, of a mustard, right? Like we're seeing like just like the little bit of the seed growing now, especially with a lot of people are now healing themselves, are are standing up for themselves, you know, are 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 working together and doing all these things. Uh, we see policies changing, we're seeing things uh, differently now, you know, and it slowly but surely is getting there. You know, people are getting it, getting it right, but it's not something that we're seeing where it's gonna change, you know, drastically right away. But it's, it's gonna happen eventually, obviously, once we start really seeing what God, these miracles and all these things that he's going to start showing us slowly but surely in due time, especially when we know now that it's going to happen. Jesus is going to come back. We don't know when. We don't know when is that going to happen, but it will, right? And when that happens, let's just try not to do what we did in the past. Let's just try, okay? Seriously. And Jewish people, you need to learn your lesson. I'm just saying. Just saying. But again, we learn that karmic lesson through you. So, hey, we know now that we should not do this when somebody says, not suddenly said, they literally show us and start healing and start showing us that they are Jesus. You know, we're not going to go and try to sacrifice them in front of everybody. And you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, we learned our lesson because that also brought a lot of horrible things to all of us. Okay, so let's learn from that. Anyways, now 
let's talk about uh, 21 and 22. Let's combine it together because as in tarot, the, all the, these of this were major arcanas, right? When we started from the 12, right? Um, so on the other episode. So in the last arcana uh, card in tarot is 21, which is how surprisingly is the world card and usually the world card talks about the end of a cycle uh traveling the world um world renowned or something you know a completion of a cycle um you know at least in the celtic we see um uh, i see the 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 deer i see a falcon i see um this like rain or something but usually the word is usually like a woman or something uh in um let me see if i have the spellcasters uh, uh, the tarot card is spellcaster yeah you see they have it has like all the signs the astrological sign then you see this beautiful woman in the middle you know and it shows like um like she's covered with like water and she has like all the all the the air the water the sun you know the the fire you know it's all about um just end of cycles you know end of um uh for you as usually when we see it is like the end of a karmic cycle the end of um it, it could be a breakup or it could be like you know uh, completion of something a project or something completed or for example me like this will be my world card for me <laughs> like okay this is my last episode part three of this um podcast series that i uh we've just done it with my awesome jesus because he's awesome and also this giving me such a great energy especially like i wasn't feeling too well i wasn't and i don't know how somehow somewhere the Holy Spirit is giving me this beautiful energy for me to show up here and uh, and do this. And I'm so, 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 so grateful to be able to do this, you know, and leave this behind for anybody who needs to hear this, anybody who needs to understand it. And I'm sure there's other people talking about this. I'm sure, you know, and that too is like, I'm not here to compare or judge other people how they do this or how, you know what I'm saying? It's just that I've been divinely guided and I'm being obedient as a psychic medium and uh someone who who follows you know who surrendered to god and you know has my as a coach my ascended master jesus to do this in a way that you guys can understand as a conscious creative as i am okay for sure i'll probably be this talking about this he actually made me do uh <laughs> videos before doing this podcast because he's like no i want you to do these videos and these messages before you do this podcast so that when we release the podcast you're gonna also release this video so check out angie blog for because there's some confirmation and some messages there for you guys too okay but yes the world 21 okay but i just want to say okay let's see the description it says i don't know why he's making me read this oh one 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 okay okay so it says symbol of life lived in harmony with nature in all her aspects the world is an ideal often pursued to adapt and evolve all as spiritual beings perfectly assimilated to life here on earth as well as in the hereafter 
So it says, while the fool represents the spirits un uncumbered by physical form of self-awareness, the world is a conscious spirit materialized. It is the unification of forces, the culmination of energy expanded to do work. It is success and opportunity. It is the goddess of creation where it all began and to whence we all return. The world is home and you can hold it in your heart and in your hands. Oh, this is so beautiful. Yes, I do. I love the world card. I'm just going to be honest here. The world card and the sun card is one of my favorite ones. And yeah. <laughs> But anyways. And also because, um, you know, whenever you, you start something, you always want to have that end finish line. For example, when I didn't know if I was able to, I was going to have the courage to finish my books or finish my blogs or anything like that. I always... You know, I always have that fear, like, oh, I, I don't want to start something and not finish. You know, I always, I hated that, you know, because I used to do that. I used to start things and I would never finish and, you know, I would feel like crap, you know. But I now I know there was obviously other evil forces trying to, for me not to finish those things. But now I know, which is good. Now I'm aware and I, you know, I said now I'm learning through Jesus too to surrender you know once i start something okay surrender it pray for it and, you know and let it go let us let us guide you let us let it go and so far whenever i do that i end up finishing things and it's so beautiful like i want to cry sometimes because it's like wow i can really finish things and that's how i came to find the world card and whenever i see the world card and it shows up in my tarot i know that it's like okay i finally i completed it's like i completed something there's something that it's coming or if i haven't finished it it's something that eventually I need to work on my patience that it's going to happen. It's going to be completed. Also, most of us could be a confirmation for somebody here that you're going through some uh, very intense cycle or something, you know, and it's something that, you know, you, you, you need a confirmation to know that there's something that you're going to be completed. There's a cycle that you have completed or that is going to happen. Okay. So keep the faith, keep trusting and let go and let God, okay. Surrender. Okay. I don't know. I just felt like somebody needed to hear that. Okay. Now, so when we go into 21, yes. So that was 2021. It's interesting how in 2021, we, it was like much deeper. Uh, I felt like the, the colonization. And when, I don't know, I'm going to look, if we look back into uh, my writer's blog, uh, writer's yet blog, And 2021, like the, the cycle was different. It's all about the colonization. It's all about like, it was a much deeper um, uh, study. It was much deeper, you know. And now when I look at the 2022, it's like more astrological, more uh, healing and stuff. So it's interesting to see that we, those who have done the work from internal, internal work and then have be able to manifest it into the reality now and I also have done the work spiritually it's like you we're slowly seeing the progression we're seeing this new earth this new life that was coming in and it's just funny it's in it's written it's in the bible look how beautiful thank you holy spirit thank you jesus thank you god this is awesome And I hope this makes you happy and makes you hopeful that we're not all doomed, that it's not going to be, you know, as long as we continue doing what we're meant to be doing here, continue our path, you know, praying and praying for others, being there for others, you know, keeping that good mindset, that positive mind, not letting the devil keep us bound in the low vibration, the more we're going to be able to be in this world card, okay? Completing cycle, breaking generational curses, bringing um, justice, truth, and clarity, okay? And we're going to 
shift this freaking system, okay? We're going to do it together, okay? Because it's going to take all of us. To be in this world completion, it's going to take all of us, okay? That's why the work is not just us. It's all of us together, okay? So keep the hope. Keep the prayers, all right? And don't look at it, all this negativity, all this thing that's happening in the world. And all this, it's just to keep you distracted in fear and doubt. I'm, I swear. Every time you look at all this stuff that is making you uh, negative and feeling low and feeling hopeless and stuff like that, let go of that. Close that stuff. If social media is becoming a drag for you, close that shit. If uh, news and all this thing is giving you literally mental health problems, let go of it. That's your sign. Anything that gives you anxiety and gives you depressed and makes you so, like, let it go. Walk away. Stand up for yourself. You're good enough. Anybody who brings you negative or, 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 or brings you low vibe and it's just, let it go. Just not. Because it's not healthy. We're meant to be having a, a good life, a healthy life. A conscious life. Those who are not on heel, who are not taking accountability, who are not doing the work, that's not your problem. You are your own problem. Your life is your own problem. That's what we should be teaching kids too. That they're that it's okay to be independent, that it's okay to 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 work on themselves, to heal themselves, you know, to follow their path. What do you want to do? Okay, work from the now. Teach them about finances. Teach them about taxes. Teach them about things that they can learn so they don't get stuck when they're grown-ups and stuff like that. And, like, most of these kids are, like, this generation is just, like, ugh. That's why it's so important that we have to change education. Yeah, it's going to take a lot of work. <laughs> oh, yes. But we got to do it because look at the generation that we have now. <clears throat> I'm just saying. Some of it is not bad, though. Some of it, like, some parents are being on point, like, good job. You know what I'm saying? Some kids are, like, I, I have conversation, and I'm thinking that I'm having, like, a conversation with an older person. I'm like, wow, who is your parent, man? I, I would love to meet your parent. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what it is. People think that, oh, no, these kids, these kids, uh, all these behavior, all this, like, they're learning from their parents. All this toxic millennia, all this toxic shit, materialistic, and all this crap that is going on, and all these kids not taking accountability and being bullies and all this stuff, it's their parents. They're karmic parents. And some of these kids do have karmic parents. Let's not judge every all the kids, okay? They do have karmic parents, but they decide not to be like them. Those are the real warriors. Those who are the people that we need to be praising and helping out. Because they're dealing with some serious battles, okay? Talking from experience. Those are the kids that we need to, okay, you know, be there, support them. You know? Because they decided to break that cycle at a young age. You know what I'm saying? Some of these kids run away from her 11, 12 or something like that, breaking generational curses. It's like they woke from that age and they, they got to get away. They, they have toxic parents. Or sometimes it's not even their parents. It could be like a... Uh, social, uh, what is this, group homes, it's not group homes, how do you call this, uh, orphanage and stuff like that, like some kids are orphans, you know, like, it's a lot, you know, and uh, we need to take a, a accountability for that, that a lot of kids have to deal with a lot of things that a lot of this system didn't want to deal with, 
and decided to continue being ignorant and now these are the kids who have to deal with it. Just like they have to deal with climate change. Once we don't take accountability for what we have to do, it's them who have to deal with it. You know what I'm saying? It's not fair. They are the one literally doing projects and stuff like that about climate change, helping indigenous community, doing all these community groups, all these things. Because they know their fate and they don't want to be there. You know? Gotta listen. Now, guys, I encourage you to read in the Bible, uh, Revelation 21, 22. And those in Espanol, Apocalipso 21 y 22. Sí, es bueno leer eso. No hay problema de leerlo, you know. It's not a problem to read it. I feel like a lot of Latin cultures are like afraid to read the last chapter or something like that. Like fear is not from God, okay? Let go of that fear. It's okay to read that those 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 parts. There's nothing there to be afraid. If anything, that's is actually really good. It feel and feels good to read it. To know that that little piece of crap is not gonna get away with it and it's gonna rot in hell, and all his minions and his demon angels is gonna rot in hell. Okay. So it feels good. All right. Especially when you're feeling hopeless, you're feeling like all these things. Go read it, man. Feels good. Just what, like, literally, you see what happens to this fucking little piece of shit. That's why he doesn't want you guys to read the Bible, too. <laughs> His fate is here. Bitch. <laughs> My ancestors are laughing. Yeah, it's what it is. I feel like this is something that I've done in the past, too, in my past lives. Which is awesome. Or maybe this is something that I wanted to do and I was never able to. But let's see. Now let's see. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. I'm gonna make it happen. We all gonna make it happen together. Okay? We all gonna do this. All light workers, we're gonna do this. This is written. We have done this before. And we have God and Jesus on our side. Okay? Now, 21. The new heaven and the new earth. I love that. Especially I've been talking about this. New earth, new world, higher consciousness, right? The alchemist, uh, all these beautiful uh, way of living, uh, being independent, not codependent, uh, learning about financial stability, having an education about financing, uh, having a conscious mindset about money, that money is a, it could be um, a healthier way of uh, making money. Um, you know, everything consciously and more healthier in every possible way, mentally, spiritually, financially, physically, uh, uh, everything, you know, sustainable. Because it's, and it becomes like a circular, healthier economy, right? All love, all about love. This feels so lovely right now. At least right now. I hope you're feeling this way too because I, I feel the love, okay? <laughs> All right. So, from the time described midway through Genesis chapter 3 until the events of Revelation 20, earth experience is experiencing the presence of sin and death. At the end of chapter 20, John sees God delivering the final and ultimate judgment on Satan, casting all evil into the lake of fire. At that point, creation would finally be free from everything wicked, and what follows is a description of remedy, restored earth. 
So following the great white throne judgment of chapter 20, John sees a new heaven and a new earth. Okay, so I, that's why I recommend you guys to read it because it's a very nice description. And I don't know, it makes it, it's, a, it's, like a, it's like a dream come true. You know what I'm saying? Uh, scholars debate whether this means that all of creation will be destroyed and remade or that God will recondition creation. The terminology uses seem to suggest a renewal, right? So usually a death and then a renewal, right? So at this point, we don't know how or what that's going to happen, right? Or how this is going to be. But so far, we're seeing the, when we look at the news, we look at it, we see the evolution of humanity, right? And we see those who are still staying and believing and, and, and praying and building their own uh, heaven on earth here, okay? Now, but that doesn't mean that we have to be ignorant about situations about climate change in the system, right? Because that's still bound by evil forces that we have to uh, work together to change, right? John sees a new city of Jerusalem descending onto the earth and voices celebrating the restored relationship between God and men. In particular, John hears the voice from the throne declare an end, an end to suffering, pain and death for all of eternity at the same time john hears a reminder the sin and those who chose it over god are condemned to the second death of hell this is revelation 21 to 1 to the 18 okay john attempts to describe the new jerusalem in terms of others can understand which is exactly what we're doing right now and other prophetic people are doing exactly too. In doing so, he mentions precious ma precious materials such as gold and jasper. I don't know if I told you guys about jasper. Jasper is a crystal that is, whenever you have it with you, it, I actually have it right now, I'm holding it right now. Um, it's this red uh, crystal stone that helps bring truth and clarity, right? And also it's very, um, it likes to talk about justice too. It's very, it's all about truth and, uh, and it reveals things that uh, it helps you see what it's hidden. For example, someone lied to you or someone not um, uh, being uh, truthful to you, you will see the truth. Like the, the crystal will actually um, create more better discernment for yourself, okay? So wearing this crystal or having it with you is really good, especially if you work in a justice system or a medical or you work as a healer, as a shaman, because, you know, you want to see who, if you're a healer, let's say, you don't want to heal people who are, I mean, you could try, but people who have no soul or hearts or they're karmic in nature, um, you know, these people, uh, I don't know, uh, that's why I've been recommended not to do healing, um, crystal rehealing um, uh, for, the, for the moment right now. But a lot of us, you know, we have to be careful who we exchange our energy with because sometimes their karmic uh, situation can be passed down to uh, projected or passed down to us if we're not careful okay so having jasper around uh, can help you use uh, better discernment okay i was guided to say that but yeah jasper is a very good crystal also if you want to sleep uh, under put her as your under your pillow to sleep is actually really good it helps you in your dreams too to um you know battle spiritual warfare or anything like that your spirit like it gives you that extra strength to uh, see the truth in your dreams okay 
uh, uh, yes, yeah, so such as gold and jasper, but associates them with properties those materials don't normally have. Gold, for instance, is not normally clear, and neither is jasper, right? They're both not, yeah, it's like a, it looks like a red uh, stone and, and gold is like a, right? So this is John's struggle in explaining what he sees. A modern person might say they saw smoke that looked like transparent lead, and those hearing it will understand the mixture of two separate ideas. Here, John does not... Here, John does something similar in his effort to describe the indescribable. So uh, that's why I said it's better to read it, guys, so then you can understand, perhaps, because each of us are going to interpret it completely different. For example, you know how when you Google, let's say, angel numbers or something like that, and people get different messages, different angel numbers or something like that? It's kind of similar like that. Like, each of us will interpret it in a completely different way. And, and the message will be completely different to each of us. So that's why it's like each of us is going to have unique experience uh, reading John's uh, way of to describe this, okay? Um, so yeah, so it's like the algorithm. We, we have, uh, we're going to have, because we're in different time, like different country, different cities, right? So we get different messages in different ways, right? So it's just interesting to see that that also it's kind of uh, it's kind of like an algorithm uh, here on on the Bible. So it's pretty cool. So John also points out that there is no temple in this new city, since there is no need for a temple. Temples, priests, and rituals are all necessary when man is somehow separated from God. Okay. Temple, priests, and rituals are all necessary when man is somehow separated from God. Mm -hmm. Two people speaking face-to-face -face don't need telephones or letters. Those living in direct communion with God won't need a temple. Nice. This description also reemphasizes the perfect holiness of this new Jerusalem or this new earth, right? Or this new city or this new temple or this new place, right? And the fact that only those who put their faith in Christ will be found there. This is Revelation 21, 22 to 27. Revelation 22 is the final chapter of the New Testament. There John will complete his description of this new Jerusalem and give some final words to those who read this text. Which is really cool. So this makes sense about the new earth and new, uh, the new heaven, right? So it's basically something that we are seeing just the little seeds right now, right? Especially like there's still so much going on. We're still, I think we are in 2022, but we're kind of like in the timeline of the Revelation 16, right? With the seven, um, yeah. Again, I don't know everything and I'm not here to predict or anything like that, but I'm just here for confirmation. I haven't been guided to do that. So let's get into 22. All right. So we are in the conclusion of this podcast, but also of, of this episode, <laughs> but also of this beautiful and amazing book. The Bible and Revelation 22. I feel, guys, this beautiful love and so healing and so much unconditional love. And I'm sending it to you. I'm sending you such a good vibes. I'm sending you 
you know if you've been feeling hopeless if you've been feeling like you know things are not working out for you or you know something you know it's not the end of the world okay um everything is gonna be okay all right you're you're gonna be whatever it is is happening is for your highest good okay because we all have to go through you know situations and things to learn a lesson to uh, overcome something things you know but uh, as long as you keep a good positive mindset okay keep that uh, shift whatever it is that you're thinking negatively okay don't stay there like it's okay to have those moments of like you know of going through it right you know healing yourself it's it's okay to cry let it all out you know because it's good to to let to, to heal yourself okay and also seek help like if you know that you're you're not feeling too well that you're not able to do certain things on your own you know don't be afraid to ask for help okay there's nothing wrong with that it's not a weakness to ask for help okay all right so Revelation 22, which is such a beautiful number, it's usually 22 is the universe number, but it's just interesting that it's the 22 in the Revelation, and it's just awesome. Um, so yeah, I invite you guys to read that in the Bible, just to read it, it's very, it's very nice, very detailed, and I, and I, I don't know, it just feels really nice, it's called the River of Life, right? And it's just interesting that whenever we think about this new earth, this new, um, we see always, and whenever I, even when we're in the spiritual realm, when we're in the higher, uh, so whenever we're meditating, when we're in the, you know, sometimes the 7D, 12D, um, completely different higher dimensions, right? Um, we see this, we see like this beautiful, uh, luscious, uh, river, lakes, waterfalls, and so much uh, plants and different type of plants and uh, beautiful paradise, right? Uh, we see river, lakes, we see all kinds of beautiful animals. Like it's kind of like an avatar kind of thing, you know, like the movie. <laughs> um, and it's just beautiful to see that that is and have that faith and believe that it is a possibility and also like jesus is coming back <laughs> i don't know it just makes me happy i was like oh my god it's like you know you you have i don't know i, I guess i don't know i just feel really happy and really grateful and I hope this helps some people and I know that a lot of people are, I'm going to have a lot of like, oh, but we don't believe in that, oh, not everybody has your religion, blah, 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 and I understand, it's fine, you know, that's, that's fine, but I just explained in the other episodes that it's okay to have your beliefs, it's okay to have your opinions, it's okay to have your own, you know, I'm not here to change people or anything like that, I'm here to make you think, but at the end of the day, it's like, my job as a light walker is to reveal this to you and to other people and be that beacon of light to speak about you know the word of god and jesus is his son okay and he did everything he can possibly do so that you guys can be here and saved and you know reduce all your sins right save you of all your sins carry all those things for you you know what i'm saying so that you can have that forgiveness right so you can have that connection so 
I'm just extremely happy that we're, if we are able to, if we are here alive to see this happen, you know, see Jesus come back and bring justice and, you know, and also that too is like, all our prayers will be answered, all the thing, you know, it's just like a beautiful, it's just, it's like a beautiful thing, like, you can't describe it's like magic you can't describe magic you know it's kind of that feeling and I love that once you're in that state of mind that you're able to feel it especially some of us feel it already when we're in a meditation you know when we have a really good meditation you know when or when we're praying really good when we're having that connection with God and we're listening to what he's trying to tell us you know or whenever we're having a really difficult time and I'm praying and then God is there it's okay you're gonna be okay you know it's just beautiful you know so yeah, it's something that is internal, it's an internal happiness that I don't necessarily really care what other people think <laughs> or what people think of me or not. I don't, it's just, I'm happy and I'm good enough for what it is. And I'm hoping that this is helping uh, some of you heal and believe again and understand that we're here just borrowed, you know, and we're just passing through and you know we have to take accountability and responsibility for our actions and continue working on ourselves and doing good for others for ourselves and for this planet okay because it matters as i always been saying from the beginning of this podcast if you go back to the beginning that's all i've been saying and it's just beautiful that it's been confirmed because i've been praying for this for so long <laughs> and all i had to do was just open the bible and look at it and I would have gotten my answer, but it's just everything divine timing, you know, I just, I was meant to be seeing this now, you know, and I'm glad that I get to do it with you guys and experience it with you and learn with you because I learn a lot by doing this podcast too and I hope that you do too, okay? Um. So yeah, the river of life. Um. So let's see, let's see what it says. It says, John sees a river of the water of life. This contrasts with the pollution and decay seen during the tribulation, which is something that we're seeing right now, right? We're seeing a lot of things decay, we're seeing pollution, we're seeing, you know. So it's harder for us to think that this can actually be a possibility that it could shift, right? It could change, but literally it's going to happen, okay? Especially with not only the work of God and Jesus, but also us like praying and doing what we got to do, shifting system, doing because, you know, praying without action is nothing. It's dead. Right. So it doesn't matter if you just like praying and, uh, you know, not working on yourself, not doing something or not working on trying to change things or doing what we got to do. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of us have different missions, especially those who work in the justice system. You know what you need to do. You're already there. You're already there to shift system, laws, and things that you know they're not right anymore. Like a lot of uh, uh, constitutions, uh, the constitution is going to change. That's just what it is, especially in terms of education, in terms of, of medical, of everything. It needs to change. This is what it turned, it talks about circular economy. The root of it, it needs to change. 
and that's what we're that's what we're saying like we're praying for you to have that shift and start going all these colonial white supremacy racist politicians and racist leaders they need to go get fired get the hell out of there put people who actually uh, create inclusive inclusiveness you know they're not racist they actually bring justice cops whatever cops however this this needs to change too this is toxic guns we shouldn't have been having guns there's a lot of things that need to change that we know it needs to happen but i'm just putting it out there it's already written it's written anyways it also echoes the original state of the garden of eden water and lyra are often intertwined in scripture especially in the writings of john John to the 4 to the 14, 7 to the 37 through the 38. This city also contains a tree of life, something from which fallen man was specifically bared after the fall. This is in Genesis 3, 22 24. The reference to the leaves being used for healing leads some to suggest that new jerusalem or the new city of the new earth will exist somewhere above earth prior to the end of the millennium others sees this as a symbolic reference to permanent eternal health and life light as well is a crucial metaphor in the bible representing truth and knowledge John to the 8, 12, 2 Corinthians and 4, 6, Matthew 4 to the 16. John also notes that all evil, darkness, and night are gone from this holy city. Revelation 22, 1 to 5. Revelation then ends its description of the future and returns to more immediate commands from Jesus. So it's kind of like shifting of dimension right shifting timelines like jumping into um into different timelines right the angel commands what john has seen as an accurate and worthy of trust this is followed by a statement reiterating the idea that i am is coming soon this might have confused john seeing as the words are those of jesus but it have been the angel speaking up to that point. Perhaps in confusion, John started starts to worship the angel, but is immediately corrected. And it's true. I I saw that he said, like, what are you doing? It's funny how John did this like twice, right? Like when we were reading, like he did that, like, he's like, No, you don't worship on the 19, right? That like he was like worshiping. He's like, No, it's not me. You have to, I'm a servant, you know, just as you, right? And here he says, where he says that? He says that here. Wait. Yeah, here he says it again. John, in on number eight. See, eight again, karmic. <laughs> Or perhaps John has to, he learns that he has to go through, just like us, you know, we all make mistakes. We're not perfect here, okay? But eight usually is a karmic. Uh, so um, Revelation 22, the eight, it says, I, John, 
and the one who heard and saw these things. And then when I heard and saw them, I fell down to worship at the feet of the angel who showed them to me. But he said to me, you must not do that. I am a fellow servant with you and your brothers and prophets and with those who keep the words of this book. Worship God. Okay, guys? Worship God. And I feel like that's one of the commandments, the Ten Commandments, guy. That it says not to worship, you know, you must worship God. It was one of the first commandments. Um, yeah. All right. So John is then told not to seal up the words of Revelation. Unlike older prophets such as Daniel, Daniel 12 to 9, John visions come, come when there are few remaining events left between the prophecy and its fulfillment. These words are to be shared and understood, not guarded. The reference to evildoers and the righteous is not an endorsement of sin. Rather, it's an expression that Jesus' return is inevitable and unavoidable. Hallelujah. Amen. This might be stated as people can do whatever they want to, but the time is near and Jesus is coming soon. Amen. Likewise, we are reminded that those who demonstrate their rejection of Christ, of Christ through persistent, unrepentant sin will find themselves separated from God. Yep. So that's what we're here trying to help you guys out. Help you save yourself and heal yourself because self-healing is important. And inner work is important. Shadow work is important. Decolonization is important. Uh, working with communities is important. Uh, uh, being an activist. We all are meant to be climate change activists. All of us. You know what I'm saying? Because this work is not just for one of us. It's for all of us, okay? John completes Revelation and the final words of the New Testament by including another reassurance from Christ that these are his words. And his testimony. John appeals to readers to accept the offer Christ makes for salvation, echoing other such a, such pleas in new in the New Testament. John also once against John also warned against those who would add to or take away from the words of Revelation. This would include a literal editing of the text, text but it also implies attempt to twist, ignore or insert meanings or interpretations. While the dire warning is technically aimed at the book of Revelation itself, that general principle is found elsewhere Elsewhere, in reference to all God's inspired word. Uh, 1 Corinthians 4-6, Luke 4-1-13, John 10.35, John completes his message with a final statement from Jesus proclaiming his Im imminent return and a prayer for grace. And that's true. I'm, I was guided to read it to you guys. Okay, so yes, it starts from 18. So 22, uh, Revelation 18. Uh, okay, so... It says, I warn everyone who hears these words of the prophecy of this book. If anyone asks to them, God will, add, God will add to him the plague described in this book. 
And if anyone takes away from the words of the book of this prophecy, God will take away his share in the three of life and in the holy city, which are described in this book. He who testify to these things says, Surely I am coming soon. Amen. Come, Lord Jesus. The grace of the Lord Jesus be with you all. Amen. Yay! I love this. Thank you, God. Thank you so much. I'm sending you guys so much love. I'm so I'm so much gratitude. Thank you, thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus, for this beautiful lesson. And I hope it helps you guys to maintain this beautiful connection that we all should continue having with our you know our highest father heavenly father you know and keep on praying keep on praying for those who are you know dealing with difficult situations suffering um useless wars and also those who are standing up for um our rivers our water or earth you know doing the right thing that we're all supposed to be doing but also healing themselves and working on themselves you know it's also, those dealing with oppression still, slavery, genocide, all these horrible things are happening in the dark, right? They're, they're not really put out there in the media as is, you know, only uh, certain things is put out there to keep us in that fearful mindset. And right now, we're not in that era anymore. We're not there anymore. Okay, guys? So I hope this uh, episode has helped you. I'm sending you so much love um yeah let me know if this has helped you too um yeah i'm sending you i hope this really helped you because it really did help me too um especially whenever we feel that i feel that climate anxiety uh doom and all that stuff that i've been feeling lately i know most of you activists who listen to my podcast also feel this way too um and honestly that's why i was guided to give you that hope okay don't give up okay because jesus is coming and it's gonna bring the righteous things to justice and that's it god is our truth and our justice and our light and just keep praying okay don't give up and keep doing that beautiful amazing work that you're doing especially that calling that it calling to you to do okay continue doing it okay i'm sending you so much love be kind to you to your planet and to others i love you guys see you next episode bye